Welcome to the Carry On Couple Podcast with Ryan and Katrina. This is our podcast about our adventures and how we make life magical. We're going to tell you all about how we travel the world on a tight budget and still make it awesome. We can't say that our way will work for everybody, but we want to share our experiences with you so that you might be able to have your own travel adventures. And if you're listening, we want you to know that you and I, we're in a club now. The Carry On Club. Episode 51! The 51st. Last week on Carry On Couple Podcast, we took you through our adventures on ice with skating, a hockey game, and a Hall of Fame. This week, we're back in New Zealand talking about a small town with some awe-inspiring views. Take it away. All right. Let's shout out Joey. Joey! As we started, no, don't oh. shout at Jody. Joey. You said shout, shout out Joey. I, okay, I that's, did it. I that's shouted out true. Joey. That's true. Well, can't uh, believe it took me this long to do that. I know. <laughs> that's why it caught me by surprise. <laughs> that was totally improv. Anyways, <laughs> Laugh It Up Fuzzball, the podcast. Yes. I don't think it's Laugh It Up Fuzzball, the podcast, but there is no. Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, the Facebook group. That's right. I don't think there's laughing at Fuzzball the Flamethrower, but that might be coming soon. I don't know. I don't know. That's a Spaceballs joke. Oh, my gosh. You oh. haven't seen Spaceballs, have you? Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. She needs to get in on laughing at Fuzzball so she can know what's going on with Spaceballs. I mean, I'm on laughing at Fuzzballs, obviously. You are, but we need to get you like, uh, anyways, that we're gonna. That's a whole detour. different conversation for not the podcast. <laughs> Listen to that podcast, Laugh It Up Fuzzball. It's great. I think I'm caught up again. Uh, I might have one episode. Joey's caught up on ours. Ooh, fun. Um, yeah, you, if you listen to Joey's podcast, you can hear all kinds of nerdy news and super fun craziness. We're on there a few times here and there. Yeah, it's been a while though. We I need know. to get back on there. We got to do another crazy. Crazy movie marathon thing with him. Yeah, I think what was our next time I'm going to try to do uh, was DreamWorks. DreamWorks, maybe. Yeah. We, we said it on air, Joey. Yeah, well, but there's there's a couple other things. Like, uh, I don't think we've... Have we talked about Toy Story 4 with him? No, I maybe? don't know. Okay, well, you know, there's other things we can talk about. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get Moving to, on. Get to our, our podcast. Yes. Uh, we're talking about uh, a, a, uh, the Cormandel, which is actually That's a peninsula. A it's like a region. Yeah. So uh, that was actually how it was listed on our itinerary was the Coromandel, but we were going to the town of Hahe. Hahe, <laughs> which makes me think of Hey Hey from Moana. It's me too, but that, that's <laughs> kind of where I got the inspiration for the title of the episode is uh, Hahe there. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. Yeah. So let's go for some general observations. Well, it's it's a small town, like I said. Yeah, so, it's a very small town. Yeah. Um, some might even say it was a village. <laughs> it could it, yeah I think so yeah. I think it was a small enough town to be considered a village at least the time we went I think that does kind of have a little bustle a more bustle in like the summery times I guess maybe or like a little have, deeper into summer yeah deeper into summer uh, oh and since we were kind of in an off shoulder season things close early yeah especially when you're used to things like something always being open or yeah. always being an option for I don't know, a restaurant or something. Like, not necessarily the case. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, there were very limited options for a lot of stuff, which didn't really bug us. It was totally cool. But we were just kind of like, wow, there's not a lot around. We are we are in a very little little village here. Yeah. Uh, and what else do we have? Oh, it's, there's a lot of cute local spots. Yeah, there was lots of really cute little 
little spots to find. Um, and the people were really nice and very helpful. Everyone we talked to was like super like, oh, what are you going to do? Yeah, try this out. Do this. And I think that's pretty standard when it comes to New Zealand. Uh, at least it's felt like that for me. Yeah. Like, it was pretty standard that everybody was super nice. And- I would say, too, this was the part of the trip that we realized that Ryan is allergic to New Zealand. <laughs> That sounds funny the way you said that. I'm not like allergic to the country. Yeah. I'm allergic to a lot of things in the country. Yeah. My allergies. Oh my were god. Kicking up. Such so it's bad not like allergies. I was like it's not like it was blowing up like a balloon or turning yeah. different colors. But but they got to a point where you you felt like you were sick almost. I thought it was your sick. allergies were so bad. Yeah. It the way we figured that out is I was always feeling sick on our hikes. Yeah. Or like right like on the hike slash right afterwards. Yeah. And uh, so. Thank goodness I had randomly brought some allergy medicine with me. Yeah. Yeah. But since we went on hikes, I think literally every day on that trip. (laughs) So we tried that and it worked. And then we got some more allergy medicine and I just made him take it every day. Yeah. (laughs) For the rest of the trip. It really was. It was like, oh, waking up, take my allergy medicine. Yeah. No lapse in dosage. And he was great the rest of the trip. But this, like, there was a point where... Ryan, like, laid down and was like, I need to take a nap because I feel so bad. Yeah. Which is yeah. very unusual. Very unusual for me. That's true. Anyways, so uh, do we want to kind of paint the picture of Hahe and yeah. Daniel here? Yeah, let's, um, let's paint that picture. So Talk it is to a, me, Bob Ross. It, <laughs> uh, it is a small That's village. That's not how Bob Ross sounds. Okay, I'm not going to try to do Bob Ross <laughs> right on, now. Come on, do it. Um, no, we got to get going. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it's a small village located on the Coromandel Peninsula, like we said. It's on like the northern shore of New Zealand's North Island. Yes. Um, one thing that I noticed that I remembered just now, actually, is when we were getting there, you turn off a road where you feel like you're going nowhere. Like, it's a super small road. You remember that? Yeah. Like, it was just a, I mean, everything was like a two lane there. But yeah. you, like, got off the small two lane road to get onto an even smaller two lane road to get to this place. So, I yeah, thought Yeah, it did was, feel like very, like, where are we going? Yeah, it was very, it seemed isolated at least. Uh, the white sandy beaches, uh, really cool rock formations all over the place. They had the geothermal springs. Right. Uh, and uh, the wildlife preserves, the marine yeah. wildlife preserves, too. Which are really interesting. We got yeah. to learn a little bit about those, and that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about our lodging? Uh, yeah, we stayed at a place called the Church Hahe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked like an old church. Or I think at least it probably was. part of the building, so I don't know for sure. I think it was. I forget. I feel like we knew this at some point. Um, And it was beautiful. And they had like a a restaurant, little bistro in the part that looked like the church. And then they had a bunch of little cabins. No, not cabins. Uh, Cottages. Cottages. That's the word I was looking for. Garden cottages is what they call them. Yeah, garden cottages that you could rent. Um, They're relaxing kind of little garden views. They had really, really great customer service. Uh, we loved the, our little cottage. We had a self-contained cottage, mm-hmm. uh, which are kind of larger cottages, uh, typically the good for really long or longer stays. We didn't have a longer stay, but that was what we were in and I enjoyed it very much. It had a queen bedroom and then it had like an open floor plan with like a kitchen slash living area that had two like couch beds. Yeah, that's a good um, way to put it. And not like pull out couch, but like they were like what are it, they called? Uh, like day beds, kind yeah, of. Yeah, day beds. Yeah. Um, and then like a large sunny 
little veranda patio area with some chairs and tables um, looking out into the garden. Uh, and the kitchen was like fully equipped. So that was super awesome. Yeah. They had a barbecue you could use. They had umbrellas you could borrow. They had shovels for a reason we will talk about later. Yeah. It's, why, not, it's not weird and why creepy. Why would a hotel provide Promise. a shovel? They'll let you know. <laughs> um, and like I said, they did have a restaurant on site. We didn't get to eat at the restaurant because um, it just didn't work out with our timing and what we were mm-hmm. doing. But it looked good. Uh, the owners were very, very kind, very knowledgeable. Uh, they can definitely point you in the right direction for what to do in this little little village. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in the surrounding area. Which, uh, uh, in the village, the, the church is literally the first thing that you see going yeah. into the village. And it is walking distance to everything. Yeah, it is so, very easy to get around. On the edge of the town, but still walking distance to everything. And it was a, a reconstructed church. I looked ah, it up. Ah, thank uh, you. I was yeah, curious. It was a reconstructed church, and then they added the cottages that are reminiscent of a bygone era. Yeah, um, and it, they were so cute and said, um, they were very, um, like, I don't know, very cabiny feeling i guess okay because they were all like wooden and very light lots of big open windows and stuff like that and lots of greenery which is great for people that like seeing that but bad for people that are allergic to the yeah true um but so they had four different types of things i know we stayed in the self-contained cottage yes there are garden cottages i'll I'll go in order from like the what the way they put it garden studios garden cottages self-contained cottages and the house the house which is the biggest of the accommodation but that was the one we saw that was like right almost right when you go in there's three bedrooms uh, a separate bathroom and a second washroom a large open plan kitchen and a living area and a private veranda and a lawn so it literally is a house it's a house um, but yeah, so those are the rooms that they, that they provide and it's really close to a couple of really great things that we're going to talk to when we, uh, when we move on here. So, um, actually, is there anything else you wanted to say about the lodging? I really liked it. It yeah. was really nice. Like, I feel like we would have liked it just as much if we stayed in one of the, uh, smaller or, um, types of cottages that yeah. they had. I think when we booked it, I think that might have been the only thing available. Um, but it was nice. It was like so cozy and so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had a great time. I think we did. We stay there two nights. Is that what we finally decided? Yeah, we stayed two nights. Yeah, because we got there late one night, had a whole day in Hahe, uh-huh. and then stayed another night and left really early the next morning. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, cool. So anything else now? Uh, no, let's talk about, okay. you already kind of started talking about transportation. Like yeah, We yeah. did a lot of walking. Yeah, we did a lot of walking. But let's talk about how we got to Hahe. Which, uh, as we've said on this trip, we had a rental car. That's right. Uh, we drove from, we were in Rotorua before this? Yes. Yes. Rotorua to Hahe is, for those Californians, a three-hour drive. For everybody else, 200 kilometers, or 220 kilometers, or 136 miles. Yeah. Um, so that's what it was from there. Uh, I mean, just like usual, easy drive. You got the the little bridges that we had to go over and everything, which I think that'll be like when we go back into YouTube stuff, we'll do stuff more like that, where we'll just talk about driving or certain places or just talk about different uh, other things. But yeah. That'll be coming soon. Um, But yeah, and like Ryan was saying, we could pretty much walk around town. Yeah. Uh, it was raining while we were there, so we did do a little bit of driving. Um, And then we did also go a couple of places that were not 
in Hahe, but they were in the Cormandel Peninsula. So we yeah. did drive. I think the most we drove was like 10 minutes. But it was not far. Yeah, yeah it's it's not was very drive. close. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. And I Ready guess that's to go it. On? Let's go on. Who's in the mood for All right. So I think you touched on this before. Pro tip. We're going to start right off with a pro tip here. Dining options are limited. I did a search. Food in Hahe. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven places. Yep. And one of them is the place we stayed. Yeah. (laughs) So there are not a lot of options. And we already talked about how things close early. Like you said, it's a very small little village. So... Definitely, pro, the pro tip is that the, that's limited. So when you get there, if you're staying there, talk to your lodging, talk to your host, find out what your options are, what times things close, so that or if you need to like grab stuff at the grocery store um, and stock up if you've got a kitchen, you know, just be prepared. Um, so that's the pro tip. Then let's talk about. I'm gonna save the best for last. Okay. So let's talk about one of the places we actually had food twice at because it stayed open later than some of the other places was called the Poor House. Yes. And that's um, not poor. Like <laughs> one of the places I countered was the general store. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so there's that. So but it's not poor like like a like no insufficient money. Sufficient funding. Yeah. Um, poor as in like pour me a glass of something good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this place was I, like kind of like a little brewery. It was restaurant. a brewery. Yeah. I, it, it had totally had a brewery feel to it. Yeah. And it had like this really cute outdoor seating. Um, oh, yeah. Brewery and restaurant. Yeah. Because um, they had their own drinks there. Yes. And we got to try some local Local brews. That's the one good. that looked kind of like uh, like they stacked up um, uh, like containers, storage con- uh, like the the yes, shipping containers. It did, it did. Like kind of had that feel. It wasn't uh, shipping containers, but it looked, but it looked like it. Um, yeah, so it's like the outside was really pretty. Uh, we didn't get to sit outside because it was raining both was raining times that we hard. were there. Yeah, uh, but it was really cute out there in like their garden seating area. Um, and the food was really good. Yeah. Um, we got. I know we got pizza. Yeah, and we pizza got tacos. And, tacos. and I feel like we got something else there also. I know we got so the oh my I might have got fish and chips. You got fish and chips. Probably. That's that's, that's a, a pretty yeah. standard for me. Um and everything was super, super delicious. And, and I'm wonderful. guessing we got the shark bait pizza. Like teriyaki, cormandel mussels, prawns, spinach, capers, and house made pesto. That sounds like it's us. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, I don't even know if they have your tacos on here anymore. No, they were a seasonal special, I think, oh, which is why I got okay, them. Okay. Um, but everyone was happy with their food. They had kind of like some uh, some of the inside seating was uh, what do you call it? Like family seating. Yes. So like you sit with people, like just big long tables. They also had some games in there. Some card. We played card cards and we played a different game. Maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. That was but yeah, so while we were hanging out, which was fun. Um, I believe they had free Wi-Fi too, which was yes, nice. they did. And uh, <laughs> their hours say 12 p.m. till late. Till late. We I think we already mentioned this till late thing. Yes. It was true. They were open later than everything else, which is why we ended up a second time there. Because the first time I think we were there for lunch, and then we went back another time for dinner because everything else was closed. Yeah. Um, but we enjoyed all the food we had there. It's definitely super awesome. Um, and. We don't really remember most of the food we ate while we were here. 
But the thing that stuck out and will forever be ingrained in our brains is the first meal we had. Mm. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're going to be like, well, that sounds stupid. It was a burger, guys. It was a hamburger or cheeseburger. Some type a of burger. A cheeseburger, a burger. Yeah. Which you're like, how could that be so ingrained in your memory? Well, this was, I dare I say it. This was the best burger I've had in my life. I think it was the best burger I've ever had in my life. Yes. I, I'm looking at the menu right now, and it's like, it seems so basic. It reminds me very much of In-N-Out in yes. the fact that, what, you're looking at the menu. There are five items on the menu. Yeah. <laughs> then there's kids' burgers, and yeah, then there's, like, the but, sides and stuff. But, but like, very, very yeah. simple menu. But, my God. Best burger ever. Um, they did something called smashed beef patties. Yeah. And double smashed. Sorry. Yeah, double double smashed. smashed beef patties. I forgot the double. I don't know what that means. It was amazing. I'm trying to... Let's see. I had... Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I had the Mallory, uh-huh. which is a double smashed beef patty, American cheese, lettuce, onion, relish, maple bacon jam, and pickles. I'm thinking I, no, I didn't get the the Wayne because that's fried chicken. Did you get the fuck? Uh, the Lizzie? I think. That sounds like it. Yeah, double smash beef patty, American cheese, McClure's pickles, onion, ballpark mustard, and Huffman's Bloody Mary ketchup. That is yep. exactly what that's I had. That's what he yes. got. Um, and we basically were talking to the person there and we were like, okay, what should we order? And they were like, well, these this is their bestseller and people love this. And we were like, great, we'll get those. Yeah. Um, it's a tiny little shipping container in like a, a mobile home park. Yeah, like just outside of a mobile home park, or just I outside think. of a mobile. Or like home I guess park. it's like it was like on the beach, right? Wasn't it like on the beach? I'm looking at the map here now because no, uh, it wasn't on the beach. We we walked. We we the directions to get there were very odd. Also, our host or our like the people we were staying at the church with the owners told us how to get there and they told us like oh yeah you got to go here for a burger it's the amazing so we were like okay and it was open and it was open um and actually now that i'm thinking about it did we end up going back for a second burger yes no. we did did we, we yes did. we yes, did we went back for a s- yeah that was the other meal so we ate at these two places two times yeah because <laughs> we liked it that much yeah and we um, were going to try the church but the church bistro, you needed reservations. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, at least for when we were uh, there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. And the other place is closed. Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, it's a little, get back to the, did we say the name of the place? Yeah, the cereal griller, Cereal right? griller. Oh, maybe we did. I don't know if don't we, said we said that it. already, yeah. but that's the name of the burger place, which is just a great name. And like this little tiny shipping container. In like right across from a mobile home park. Yeah. And we had the most amazing food. We sat down. Oh man, there's pictures right here outside. with lines. Oh. Yeah, I think because it was raining, there was no line. Yeah. Um, but we uh, best best burger I've had in my life, and I'm we just ate uh, dinner, and I'm hungry for this burger. I know. Okay, we should stop talking about the burger. This always happens when we talk about food. I know. I'm always hungry. <laughs> um, I'm actually really sad because I want another one of those burgers. I right do now. too. Right we now? should learn how to make double stuff, double, double smash, smashed beef, beef patties. Patties. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I said. Okay. 
definitely if you're in the area or if you're like remotely close to the area, stop by the cereal griller. Yes. You will not regret There it. are other locations too. There are what? There's, well, obviously not like out Nowhere here. close by? I don't you got me so excited. Well, I really? Is there really more locations? I, I thought there was it only says one. locations. So I'm guessing. Oh my it, gosh, I forgot about the art. The, the the art was the. Oh, it's like a little food truck. There's a food truck. Betty the truck. Coming up. Fat Freddy's drop. Oh my gosh, there's more locations, guys. I'm so happy about this. Oh, this is where but the truck's nobody's going. Nobody's close to us. Um. Okay, the artwork, though. It's like this little, like, angry, kind of crazy looking burger. In a, it's like a bunch of dead french fries with, and a dead with peanut. With a meat cleaver. I didn't notice the cleaver. <laughs> it's great. I don't know. If you could look at the picture, it's wonderful. They're a, like abbreviated logo. It says cereal griller and it has like an X of, of uh, it's meat one cleavers. of them is a meat cleaver and one of them is a, uh, a, a pounder? spatula. Oh, a spatula. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. We also, I don't have the details on this, but I know we had ice cream at least once when we were there. We did have ice cream on the way out, and we're probably going to talk about, about that, that later. But, but we also ice had cream ice there. cream in town at yeah. one of the one of the little shops. But we can talk about the ice cream since this is part of who's in the mood for food. Yeah, we did stop at a um, ice cream oh, place right. yeah. uh, on the way to place. the airport, and we stopped there because somebody said you need to go here because the ice cream is really delicious yeah. and super inexpensive. Yeah, so we were like, okay, so we went, and I got. Five scoops of ice cream. Yeah. In a cup that was... It's like a 64-ounce cup. Bigger than my head. Yeah. And it was like $3. Yeah, I'm going to try to find the name of the place that we got it. It, it was crazy. Yeah. It was um, super cheap. $3. It was so good. We had so many flavors. And that was New Zealand dollars. Yeah. We had so many... We got to try, like I said, five different flavors. Um, and I loved all of them. But I probably gave myself a stomach ache because that was more ice cream than the two of us should have had at one time. Yeah. So much. And I'm not talking like little baby scoops, guys. Like No, they they I'm not joking that this cup was this cup was the size of my forearm, like lengthwise and so so much ice cream. And it was overflowing. Like over the top. I don't even know. Uh the type of ice cream was tip top ice cream. But I don't know if that was the name of the place. I don't know I, I if it was, was the kind because like there are things is the longest drink in town. Oh and yeah, there's like a giraffe, on yeah. the, a giraffe's neck and head on the cup to show you how big the cup was. And that one was on the way to the airport, so I don't know yeah. if I'll be able to find that one. But I think Tip Top is just like a generic brand that they sell yeah. and is super delicious but and it was super good. expensive. Um. All right, so that's pretty much all we had for food yeah. for this segment do you yeah. want to talk about some activities yeah so there is a lot to see and do in Hahe, but key activities are like the cathedral cove walk which panas panaces which passes <laughs> passes beneath an enormous <laughs> limestone arch that's right uh, it, um and this is the like iconic photo like if you've yeah. seen a photo of cathedral cove it's this Thing. That's why they call it Cathedral Cove, because it's a cathedral limestone arch. Yeah. Like, it makes a cathedral shape. Um, and then there's also, like, another big uh, rock formation uh, uh, deeper into the ocean. And we also found a cave uh, when we, we were doing did. a photo, we were doing a photo the shoot cave. there. And you were in the water, and then you like, you went, ooh, and then you disappeared in the rocks. <laughs> so and I was I like, I should go find my <laughs> wife. 
And, uh, and yeah, so it was pretty cool. Yeah. We found a little cave and then I got freaked out because a wave came in and I was like, we're going to die. <laughs> so yeah, the waves were starting to come in. We yeah. took some silly videos and photos. We were playing around in the cave and then we were like, okay, we should leave now. Yeah. There's also the gemstone Bay snorkel trail, uh, which is actually the way to get to the cathedral cove, right? I don't know. I think that's the one that we did. To I, get well, there. I think that's in the water. It's a snorkel trail. Oh, okay, yeah. We didn't do Oh, this. yeah, that's right, that's right. That's the one that's actually underwater. That's this the one is, we did yeah. not do. Yeah, so this we did not do, but no. we it's like one of the main attractions. Yeah. Uh, there's swimming at Hot Water Beach. This we did we do. We did do this, yes. So this one is, uh, it, it's exactly as it, as it's described. It's Hot Water Beach, and it's there's two times during the day, which is low tide. Yes, Actually, it could be more than two times, but it's anytime there's a low tide, you can go to this beach, hot water beach, and bring a shovel, which... See, I told you it wasn't creepy. Yeah. Yeah, you bring your shovel, and you go there, along with a bunch of other people. Yes. And you just see people digging in the sand. You're like, what the heck are they doing? Right. Because they found a warm spot in the sand, and when you start digging... Like, the hole fills up with water. Warm water. And it's warm. Some spots were hot. Yeah. So we, we were there at, like, almost midnight. Yeah. It was really late. Yeah. Sun was down. Now, for those of us that have been to California beaches, or I guess just beaches in general, during the summer, when you walk on the sand, it's hot. It's like lava. You can't walk across it. Now, imagine that at midnight. Yeah, it was very strange. And we were in our head kind of thinking like, oh, gosh, how are we going to figure out where to dig? Um, It was really easy. It was obvious. Uh, We also, I did not realize um, that the sand could be so hot that it would burn your feet in some areas. That's what I'm saying. It was like walking in the hot. Like if you're like you when you're digging your hole, when you're digging out your own little personal sauna, find a spot. That's warm when you're standing on it before you start digging, but not hot. Because yes. the deeper you go, the hotter, the it hotter it's going to get. Yeah, because there's a hot spring under the sand. Yeah, there's hot springs under the sand. Uh, I remember that people were telling us it was like there was like a lava river, basically. Yeah. Nearby. And we were like, great, this let's dig down. This sounds safe. Um, <laughs> let's start digging. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we kind of got the hang of it. We had some help from some of the other people who were there had done it before. If you get lucky and somebody happens to be leaving a good spot, when you get there, you don't need the shovel. Um, but we dug our own. Uh-huh. And it is it is work digging out the, the little hot spring. It is. And you do kind it of, um, it helps if you dig little like trenches yeah so, so that, the water like, can escape water can get out and, and cold in. water can yeah. get in because you do have to kind of regulate the temperature and the heat does move so sometimes yes. you'll be perfectly fine then all of a sudden you're starting to boil yeah so you know just be aware and be careful but i this was like my favorite one of my favorite things we did we were sitting there in our own personal little sand jacuzzi <laughs> sand koozie sand koozie and we were looking up at the stars because it was there were so many pitch stars. dark and the stars were so clear. It was gorgeous. We were just hanging out, relaxing. We brought a couple of drinks. We bought we brought some beers with us mm-hmm. and some not some wine. We just no, brought we beers. No, we just brought beers because um, that was easier. And yeah, and so we were just it was so nice and we just sat there for like I don't know a good hour or two and enjoyed oh, yeah, at it. Least. Yeah, because it took us a while to dig it. Yeah. 
Well, that I mean, once we were done digging, yeah. I think we were there an hour or two. Yeah. It was super awesome. Um, also, another pro tip, though, bring a flashlight. Yes. I totally forgot about the walk <laughs> until just now. Because you do have to walk away so like from where the parking is. You have to walk across like a little stream. Yeah. Like, you know, going out to the ocean. Um, and then you have to walk pretty far along the sand. And chances are there's going to be a bunch, if you're there at night, or early in the morning when it's dark, there's going to be a bunch of other people already there. So you're going to have like some light to walk towards. Yeah. Uh, but on the way back, it is so dark. Yeah. And you can't see. And if you need to find your stuff, um, just flashlight would be good. Cell phone works, but flashlight the cell phone might have was been tougher. better. <laughs> yeah. We, we probably should have had some a little more high powered. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there's also the Cathedral Cove kayak tours, which we had signed up for. We did. But it got canceled because of weather. Weather. Yeah. It was too stormy, too rainy. Uh, so we didn't get to do that. But I think if we did that, we would have went over some of those um, snorkeling areas. Yeah, and like I think so. in the marine uh, reserves and got to like see some uh, wildlife mm-hmm. and some other pretty rock formations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, instead, we did to get to the Cathedral Cove. We did a hike. That was the thing I was um, thinking of. Yeah. yeah, and that was about, what, like an hour hike? Yeah, and we also stopped a couple of times, though. Yeah, and we you go through some some absolutely breathtaking, beautiful, beautiful scenery to get to the, the like end location. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say it was pretty easy hike. Uh, not, is very well well maintained like very oh yeah um, no rocks and no climbing things but it did you go uphill downhill uphill downhill so there's there's some of that but it's it's, a very well groomed trail that's what i was trying to say yeah some of it was a lot wider of a trail some of it was like more what you think of hiking trail but all was very well groomed yeah and Um, obvious where you're supposed to go please stay on the trail yeah they definitely stay on the trail but yeah it's very obvious very easy to follow um, and there was probably shorter ways that we could have done it, but we left from, we wanted to do like the whole route. So yeah. we did a lot. There was a little, uh, a little rest stop though that had a, a bench that we took pictures. Yeah, there was, was a really, cool. it, we were in a park. It was the Veterans Memorial Oh, that's park. right. They had planted trees. And yeah, they planted trees for, for the veterans who, um, I think lost their lives yeah. or, during one of the wars. Um, it was we just staring out at the ocean. You're up on this really high cliff. Absolutely gorgeous. I could not recommend it more. It's very, very pretty. Um, and then at the end, you're rewarded with being on this beautiful beach and seeing like this really awesome rock formation and checking all that out. Um, and that's another thing that is just really popular in this area. Um, the beautiful sandy beaches. So we did spend some time hanging out. I thought it was weird. I don't know if you thought this was weird, too. Nobody was, like, laying out and swimming no. at the beach. And it was a it was a safe swim beach, yeah. too. So that, I thought, was super weird. So we did we went in the water a bit, and we also, like, picnicked um, uh, on the... I, we, we climbed up on a rock formation and picnicked, like, in this weird little oh, alcove. Oh, that's right, a little cove. I yeah, forgot about and, that. Yeah, and, like, overlooking and, and taking it all in, which was really nice. But, yeah, I just thought, like, it's so strange coming from a place where if there's a beach, there's, like, a s- blanket of people over it. Yeah, not this one. People were just there yeah. looking at the rock, 
the little archway. It was and more of a sightseeing hang. thing, rather yeah. Than a, and I was like, yeah. nobody wants to hang out and like just like relax because there was like two parts of the beach, and one yeah. part was full of people, and the other part was just like a few people, but nobody was like hanging out. Yeah. Um, we also had one night. I uh, actually it was the oh my gosh. Yeah. So we were we had just fall at least me I had just fallen asleep yeah and then like a like an air raid siren started yes. going off and we're th- I you know immediately I was like okay get normal clothes on get my shoes on get ready to go grabbing the keys and uh I think you were mostly dressed already so yeah I was like I was like look this up and see if it's actually something see if there's like routes that we have to go in because we live in like tsunami uh, uh, yeah. sensitive areas where like we have escape routes that we're supposed to know of where to go and everything well this was definitely one of those moments where we realized like we don't know what this could be warning us for like we have no idea why these sirens are going off at all we don't know if this is something we need to take action about yes or what so do we take out do we get out or do we stay in right we have no idea what to do so we were getting ready for going out in case that was the the case but after looking it up we found out it was for a uh, volunteer volunteer, yeah volunteer firefighter service or vfd the vfd (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was the volunteer fire department, and uh, that was just to <laughs> let them know to get to the department for, to go on a call. Yeah, so we were fine, but yeah, it was a lot of me like looking out windows, trying to figure out like, is anyone else awake? Is anyone else yeah, hearing this? Yeah, I think I saw it? one then, car like speed off yeah. somewhere, but and that's then, it. Yeah, and then we finally were able to like get onto the internet and look it up, and that's when we realized what it was, and we were like, yeah. okay, we don't have so, to run away. Pro tip, if you're in Hahe, actually other places in New Zealand have this as well. It's a common yeah, thing in, in New like Zealand. Yeah, in like the more rural, yeah. smaller communities. If you hear an air raid siren, maybe first <laughs> maybe first Take look, a it look up. into it. Yeah, look it up and see if that's actually the thing, but you're probably safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was that was exciting. So uh, uh, that kind of does it for I know, those were kind Hahe. of the main activities that we did. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about heading back to Auckland because we were getting ready to go to Dunedin. Dunedin. I think we were, that was we our were first getting stop. on another another airplane. So uh, the drive back to Auckland, uh, since we were going, we kind of did like a little loop on the Northern Island. Uh, the drive back was about two hours and ten minutes, uh, which is 163 kilometers or 101 miles. That's right. And we did leave early in the morning, but. Uh, Apparently, we did not leave early enough. Our plan was to leave at 7.30 in the morning, which I think we were pretty close to that. We did. We left on time. Yeah. We went to a little cafe. We got some little breakfast pastries and yep. coffee to go. Mm-hmm. We were so on top of things. Yeah. About halfway through the drive, we found a hike to to go on. Uh, so naturally, I took my medicine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think we only did like a 30-minute detour because i remember i told you even on this part i was like we're we're kind of like cutting it close yeah we on don't time. have a ton of time so um, we did a, a short detour yeah very short and then uh, we stopped for the ice cream right which we wasn't told to you find. about That's the bucket good. of ice cream um and then we found the airport not hard to find yeah, the airport we had plenty of time we we're um, looking great but we had a car that's right that we couldn't take on the airplane nope so we had to return it accurate so where do you go for that Car rental returns. Rental car returns. So we drive to rental car returns. Our rental place isn't there. Okay. This is where it showed that we were supposed right. to go uh, when we typed it into the GPS. Right. Didn't we- work. Drove around. 
Um, well, no, then we asked somebody. We did ask. And they said, oh, no, you need to go to the other place. Yeah. So they showed us the okay. other place. Uh, uh, eventually, what it ended up turning out to was I drove around for 45 minutes, dropped Katrina off. Yep. To talk to the front desk while I drove around for another 15 or so minutes Maybe until I actually, longer, I then think. until I found it. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I kind of just told them, I was like, Hey, we, <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous. Like, why aren't you where all the other rental cars were? It's like, Oh, well it says in your paperwork. And I was like, uh, I know it, where in the paperwork, like it did say in the paperwork on like page four, halfway down the, all the stuff. So I was like, that, that was, it just wasn't good. Uh, well, and and also, apparently they had moved locations. That, yeah. So that was kind of, you know, just unfortunate. They had moved locations and nobody. We we talked to like four or five other rental different, car companies, different employees of other rental cars, the airport, the security, the police. We talked to so many people and nobody could tell us how to get to the car return. So uh, I talked to the people at the the check-in check-in and they were like okay yeah if he's not here right now you're not making it on your flight yeah and so we, so we missed a flight we missed a flight out of, it was our fault that was our fault it was our fault technically yeah so I that still was i blame think, the car rental place. i think that was the first that was the first flight, flight i've ever we missed. missed yeah that was not Due to like a, technical difficulties yeah. or weather or something like that. So I felt horrible about it. <laughs> I was so mad. Um, but we were able to get on a later flight. And thanks to Michael um, from Guest New Zealand for booking us like... Um, like, like insurance. Insurance or changeable airfare. Uh, we were able to change our flight with no charge. Yeah. And it was only a couple hours later. I think it was like a three-hour wait for the next flight so that wasn't bad um i was a little bit down but she was she was super bummed i rallied yeah and it took a lot of like hey we're going to do something about this because she was bummed she's like i'm not standing in the airport for four hours and i said neither am i we're going somewhere so So, we got some food which helped and then we were able to go uh, yeah it wasn't bad (laughs) it was good um i don't remember what it was but it was fine uh, we went to a place by the airport. I cannot remember the name of the place. I'm looking it up right Ryan's now. Ryan's trying to look it up. and describe it. Uh, but it was kind of like an animal sanctuary. Um, I want to say it was like a butterfly sanctuary, but that could be totally wrong. Uh, but we basically, we went there because they butterfly said... Butterfly Creek. Oh, look at me go. Yeah. Also, thank you, because I tried looking it up earlier and couldn't figure it out. But butterfly I'm guessing that's what it was. Creek. It's really close to the Auckland that Airport. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a butterfly sanctuary, but they also have a kiwi habitat, which is... They had is, other animals there, too, though. They, oh, yeah, they, they did had, have... There was, like, a little... There was crocodiles. There was otters, which yeah. are so cute. Uh, there was an aquar- little aquarium section, and... But the There's main, a couple spots that are open now that weren't open when we were there. Yeah, the main reason that we went was to see the kiwi. Yeah. Because we were hoping to see it awake, and did we? Not the, no, this time we did. We did. This time we did, yes. We did. We got so lucky. It was awake. It was moving around. Um, this is what I learned from seeing a kiwi awake and in person. They're adorable. Yes. They look really silly when they're walking. Yes. They, like, use their beak to, like... Do everything. Do everything. Yeah. And they can run really fast. Yes, they're so quick. So fast. Oh, my gosh. And they're, like, near impossible to see because you're in a, um, like, they're, 
enclosure makes it seem like it's nighttime. So you're looking at everything through this reddish darkness. Yeah, it's, it's hard to see. Um, so it's a little hard to see. But man, do they blend in with the floor and all the plants and stuff. But we were so happy we were in there. We watched them for quite a while because they were super active when we were there. So that was really great. And it definitely made the weird detour flight mishap better. <laughs> but we did get on a flight and we got out of there to go to, uh, I think our next one is Dunedin. I believe so. So um, saving for next time, I think really like the snorkel trail would be really cool. That would be really cool. Um, a little more time like lounging at the beach. Yeah. For sure. Doing the um, kayak tour. Doing a kayak tour would be, I'm yeah. always down for a kayak tour. Um, having, also, a, having a burger. Having at least three more burgers. Three? Um, okay. Each meal? Yeah. <laughs> more burgers for sure. Um, and just kind of, I don't know. I feel like we did a lot of this stuff. It's a very small little area. Yeah. Maybe exploring a little bit more of the Cormandel region. Yes. And uh, I would 100% do all the stuff we had already done. I would do it all again. Yeah. Like, it was, I it was wish... a very repeatable area yeah i think the like in particular the um hot water beach i think is such Mm -hmm. a unique experience Mm -hmm. that like at being someone who grew has grown up out at the beach near the beach on the beach um i've never experienced anything like that and it was phenomenal and i would definitely do that again Um, yeah but yeah did you have a favorite part uh, I mean, the burgers were the best. The burgers were so they were good. So good, and I really, I did enjoy the hot water beach just for the experience. That yeah. that's really what it was for me. That's the same thing. Again, we also didn't do a lot there, um, because there wasn't a lot to do the time we were there. But um, I think we did a lot. We did a lot. We yeah, were there for the, one day. We did a great amount. No, I mean like the the time of year we were there. Like there was like stuff that was like just starting to open up. Times were like closed early, and things were opening up okay. later. And and raining, sure. so we couldn't yeah, do the all the stuff. Yeah, the rain did cause some of the stuff yeah. not to be able so to So that's do. what I'm saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anything else? No, not for me. Yeah, I think that's it. Cue the music. Thank you for listening this week. If you enjoy this show, please share us with your friends. And review us. That's right. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Seriously, we're everywhere. Everywhere. You can follow us, too, on Twitter, at PC, Instagram or Facebook, that's Podcast, And you can also email us. That's right, at Podcast at gmail.com. Now, we're all about these free podcasts. We're just doing this for fun. Really, we are. However, if you do want to support us, we won't say no to money. Just go to anchor.fm slash carryoncouplepodcast and click the support this podcast link. We have an exciting opportunity for you. You, that's right, you can be heard on Carry On Couple Podcast. What? That's right. It's simple. You just download the Anchor FM app, search Carry On Couple Podcast, tap voice message, and start recording. That's right. And if you have any tips and tricks of your own that you want to share or any fun destination stories from a recent trip that you went on, please leave us a message. The great thing is you can still listen to Carry On Couple Podcast on the platform of your choice. But if you want to be heard, download Anchor FM and leave us a message. Until next week, thanks again. And remember, make life magical.